0: Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music.
1: We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our Promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast.
0: This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country.
1: It's Bailey Leonard here on Absolute Radio Country, and today I'm joined by an old friend of the show. The last time we spoke, I think she just had her first number one record. She has toured with Lady A and Scotty McCreary, originally from Canada, now calls Nashville home, and she's coming back to the UK to play the Long Road Festival in August. Welcome back to Neil. Arts, good to see you.
2: Thank you. So good to see you too.
1: I was thinking about this. Uh, You are no stranger to the UK. You've come over a lot, I think, for C2C and for your own shows. And you're coming back for the Long Road Festival in August. What is it about the UK? Why do you keep coming back?
2: It's all about the fans. I mean, they (laughs) are absolutely incredible. You know, I've had times where I've had unreleased songs that they know and are singing back to me and it's it's just incredible you know their attention to detail attention to lyrics all of that is what makes me feel like it's just so special there and being a songwriter as well as an artist, having the lyrics be such a focus is just, mm that's my favorite thing. (laughs) So uh, it's amazing. I just, I love every single show I've ever done over there.
1: Yeah. UK fans really dig in, don't they? They really know their stuff. And also I feel like it's kind of a two way street with, with UK fans and country artists, because if you guys keep coming, we keep digging in and you know, it's like this great relationship with that. We have where it's like, we love you. You love us. Let's keep doing this.
2: yeah I mean I think it's just from the first time that I came over there I mean obviously I felt the love then but it's like the more that I've I've been coming it's just people have really dove into the music and I have a pretty big catalog. So um, I seem to uh, have listened to almost all of it. So it's really cool.
1: When was the last time you were here? I couldn't remember.
2: I think it was right before Christmas. I think I was over there doing some solo headlining shows.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've just been here so much. It's just like, I'm sure, sure it wasn't that long ago. But I was thinking as well of all the shows that you've done in the UK, and I'm sure that you've done loads of big outdoor festivals in the US. Have you done a big outdoor festival in the UK? Or has it all been kind of venues and C2C and that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, I don't think I've ever done a big outdoor festival. So that's what I'm most excited for now. It's just to see that. Because I know when we've done C2C, it's incredible to see, you know, the arenas and, and stuff like that. But an outdoor festival those are like some of my favorite shows because I feel like everybody just gets a little more wild. And
1: <laughs> they do, yeah, and also because you know it's a camping festival. It's like people are living in this bubble for for three days where they've just like you know forgotten about all the troubles of the outside world and just living in this idyllic environment. So people are really, really up for it. So uh, I think it's going to be a special a special moment for you and a special moment for all of the fans at the Long Road as well. Uh, do you have friends on this bill? You must. I mean, John Party, Megan Moroney, Chap heart alana springsteen i mean there's almost 100 performers kind of across all this so you must know some of these people
2: oh yeah um actually alana we've done shows together a lot um i think she opened one of my album releases and stuff like that so john party we've done a ton of you know just a ton of shows together megan i actually haven't even met her yet which is crazy like we're all kind of in that same like group but i haven't met her yet so maybe we'll just become best friends when we
1: go yeah here. best friends at the long road exactly and then a, a, a duet and off it goes but i mean that is the great thing about kind of these big events you know whether it's c2c or whether it's a long road or stagecoach or anything like that in the state cma fest you know all of you guys are obviously touring, and you're on the road so much, and you kind of don't get to see each other a lot unless it's like a big award show or event or a big festival like this where so many people are there. So I always see backstage at the long road, uh, you know, loads of people being like, oh my God, you're here. I haven't seen you in ages. And it's always really nice, it seems, for you guys as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, everybody thinks that like all of these artists are like best friends, and it's like, well, we never see each other really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless we are like on the road together, we like never see each other each other so um it'll be nice to to get to spend some time with everyone at the show
1: well you can uh, get your tickets for the long road festival in the absolute radio ticket store it's absolute radio.co.uk slash tickets let's talk about mama's eyes which is one of the, the the songs that you released recently this is a lovely thing tell us about this song
2: we released it on mother's day but um i wrote it with a couple of good friends and they actually had the idea before i got there and they were like we just feel like you know it's neil and her mom have just this awesome relationship we really think this would be cool so we sat down and and wrote the song and you know i i had been through kind of an interesting year and a half right before that that you know my mom was my constant call you know it was just always my mom would pick up no matter what and so we started talking about how we're all really hard on ourselves, you know? And um, if we saw ourselves the way that, our moms saw us. I think we would be a lot kinder. Um, so, uh, yeah, this song is just about seeing ourselves through our mama's eyes.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're lucky enough to have a good mama, it's a great thing, isn't it? And I know that not everybody is fortunate enough in that way. So, but it's great to have a song about the relationship with with you and and your mom. Uh, and also, we had last time last that you released with Maddie and Tay. We've also got uh, this new song, uh, "Summer Don't Go." So I feel I feel like, Tennille, there must be a new album on the way at some point.
2: There's an album that is finished.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's finished. It's done. Okay, great. Yeah.
2: Um, So we're just, obviously, there's a lot that goes into after the music is done. There's a lot after that uh, that has to happen. So I'm hoping that by the fall uh, we'll be able to release, but we're going to just keep releasing the songs that are finished up until the actual album release. So there there will be a few more before the album.
1: Okay, great. Um, Let's talk about Summer Don't Go uh, because I think this is you know, here we are. It's summer. Great. Great to have a, a nice summery song. So tell us about this one.
2: This one was really cool. I wrote it with Jordan and Allison. Allison and I were at her place over Zoom. Uh, we had like the big uh, TV up because I think Jordan was sick or something. So we had him over Zoom and we were chilling together. And he said something about, you know, I had this title, Summer Don't Go. And we kind of started singing the little summer don't go summer don't go and I was just like summer don't go breaking my heart and it was just this moment we were all like yeah (laughs) that's the little flip that we wanted on that song and it's really just about summer love and I had my first date with my boyfriend of now four years um in July and I was like, like a lot of people that start relationships in the summer just don't want it to end when Summer's over, you yeah. know, because there is that magical thing about being in a relationship in the summer. It's it's hot. You're going out and you're having fun and all of that, but like, mm-hmm. then it's like you get into. Real life, what what is that going to be like? So I relate to the song in that way, and and hopefully people don't have to break up at the end of the summer. But
1: <laughs> it seems like to Neil that twenty twenty two seemed like a whole new level for you. Uh, there was loads of nominations, ACM award nominations, iHeart Radio awards, CMT Music Awards, so many more. Did it feel like you were kind of stepping up a level?
2: Yeah, I guess so. But then the fear creeps in of is this gonna continue you know okay so many artists have those moments and then you know you never hear from them again so uh I kind of had like a down period after that that I was like, oh my gosh, am I even going to get to release music again? Like that was an incredible experience. And I'm back now. And hopefully (laughs) um, I get to experience those things again.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's really brave of you to say that. So thank you for saying that because I think a lot of people, uh, you know, look at people who are in the entertainment industry specifically, but in all walks of life that are getting loads of accolades and seem like they're on top of the world. And it's nice to know, I think for people who, feel those things every day in their own lives and professions, you know, that everybody feels that. And I think that's a really important thing to say, that just because you're looking at somebody and think that they're on top of the world, it doesn't mean that they don't have the fear or it doesn't mean that it doesn't come along with all of the anxieties or insecurities that everybody feels. So uh, I think that was a really important thing to say. So thank you for saying that. I want to talk about, we talked about it last time, but somebody like that, uh, because absolutely huge, it still sounds great. We're still loving it. We still play it. And also history making. First country number one song written produced and performed by all women. Uh we talked about this last time what an incredible achievement that is but also kind of a little bit like sad in some sort of way because it's like really it took until 2019 for us to get there. Do you think a couple of years on from that Do you feel like country music is still changing and moving in the right direction?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah, I feel like we've seen a lot of uh, new female artists having number ones and that's, you know, even if it's not, what we did with a female producer and all female written team. It's just seeing a little bit more attention towards women in country. Mm. The whole idea that women didn't want to hear women. That was just not true <laughs> at all. No, uh, we know that we are seeing it. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of change and I think it's it's good. Um, the change that we really need now is kind of on the songwriter Um, side and royalties side and all of that Mm. because without songwriters we don't really have an industry so there's a lot of change that has to happen on a lot of sides but we're getting there slowly
1: (laughs) Moving in the right direction. That's a good thing to hear. And yeah, and and radio as well. I know that's still a bit of a sticking point in the States. Not a problem that we have in the UK. You know, we have no dramas with playing two or three, four women in a row and having gender balance in terms of playlists and stuff like that. So hopefully everybody will catch up soon. But um, you know, the people that are doing the good work just got to keep on keeping on, I suppose. Right. Just before I let you go, let's go back to that first kind of time that you headed into Nashville and decided, yeah, this is the place for me. What was that like for you? And when did you do that?
2: So my first trip to Nashville, I was 15 years old and it was very eye opening of what the industry really is and and all of that. And there are so many great parts about it, um, but I was just learning, you know, mm-hmm. how to be part of this. And then I ended up going back to Canada, finishing high school, and moved down when I was 21. So I had a lot of saving to do to be able to afford to live (laughs) in another country and get a visa and do all those things. So I eventually moved when I was 21. And it's been an awesome experience. I have some of my best friends ever that I have found here. And just they're in the industry. They... Understand everything that I'm going through, and um, you know, there's ups and downs. I think in every industry, you're gonna just go through it and figure it out. And for me, thankfully, it ended up with us having a bit of success and and being able to do this for a living. So any day that I get to wake up and make music or sing or do whatever, that's a good
1: day. <laughs> that's a good day. where well, you're having a lot of good days at the moment. And uh, one <laughs> final one: Who are you listening to at the moment? Anybody? We should get our ears around.
2: I can't think of someone specific in country right now because I just feel like I listen to like a lot of people's like singles that come out. But yeah, Lewis Capaldi, I am obsessed.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. Have you watched the documentary on Netflix?
2: I haven't because I feel like I'll be too emotional to watch it right now.
1: (laughs) Super interesting. Yeah. And did did you see what happened at Glastonbury here when he couldn't finish his set and the crowd picked him up?
2: I did. Yeah. And um, I actually got to see him. Here in Nashville, and just watching someone be so open and honest about what they're going through, and also having this incredible music that everybody really wants to support and love, and we love him. I've become a huge fan over the last year.
1: Tanil Arts, thank you so much for having a little chat with us. We can't wait to see you when you're over for the Long Road Festival, August Bank Holiday weekend. Tickets in the Absolute Radio Ticket Store. And um, yeah, have a great time until then, and we'll see you. Um, toward the end of summer.
2: Sounds good. I'll
0: see you then. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll have another dropping soon for y'all. So don't forget to keep it country.
0: If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters. And we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the U.K. Or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country.